Might be one of the most lower ones we've done. Yeah, beautiful song for a very, very devastating day. Yes, uh, as you guys know, uh, Kobe Bryant tragically passed away yesterday in a, a helicopter accident. His private helicopter crashed into the hills in Calabasas, and at the age of forty-one, Kobe. Uh, Passed away, and sadly, yeah. We want to use this podcast episode to. First of all, this whole podcast episode was kind of brought up, obviously, like when we heard the news. Um, yeah, this was a last minute sort of addition. Yeah, it was like an emergency so podcast. Yeah, um, we wouldn't like we had a, a podcast scheduled to go up today. Yeah, but we've since pushed it back because this one, uh, well, we felt we have to address it. Well, I think for personal reasons. Yeah. And um, also, there's actually a lot to be said here, right? Yeah. Uh, about about idols and people passing before it's it's their time. And I say that in quotations. Yeah. So I had just gotten off um, a flight that I was working. And as I guess people got service, I just overheard something about, I don't know, something... Uh, that in a helicopter crash and I just I didn't think anything of it but then when I got to the hotel obviously I saw the unmissable news um and I you know one of the first people I texted was you Dan yeah say like honestly like I have way too much to say and I think that's why we're, we're seeing a lot of like Instagram posts about Kobe Bryant because a lot of people just want to have so much on their chest that they want to get off because this guy meant so much to us that I, I honestly don't even think at the end of this podcast I would have enough to say about Kobe. I think the reason a lot of people are, are commenting on it is because they had an impact, or Kobe's had an impact on them, but they don't know why. They may not be a basketball person, and mm-hmm. when they got the news, there's such a shock factor. These celebrity and ultra-famous deaths yeah. are always a shock for, for whatever reason, right? You had Prince, you had Michael Jackson, Bernie Mac, uh... You, had, you just have these people that pass on, and it's almost like we file them in a category in our head of of untouchable. Yeah. That this tragedy won't happen to someone of their caliber because they're so famous. They have such a legacy that the tragedy doesn't happen to these people. But yeah. but it does. And, and life is, uh, is a blueprint that we all follow in the same way in a sense that if we're living here and we're we're going to live a life. Well, it comes with a clause that you're also going to die one day. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you don't know how and you don't know when. And in these moments where you have someone like Kobe Bryant dying at the age of 41, you, you start to kind of reflect in your own life. And you're like, damn, like you really, and this is a cliche statement, you really don't have tomorrow promised. Mm. And it is cliche because a lot of us will waste away an entire day thinking, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do yeah. it tomorrow. But there may not be a tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Regarding like celebrity deaths and stuff, man, like it's for me, you know, I've seen other people post about other celebrities and I'm always like, you know, like he didn't impact me that much in my life. 
But this one, man, like even me and my best friends talking, it's just like this one hit different. You know, like this one, it. I think of all the celebrities, like this guy was a weird, like weirdly, he was a part of my life. Like, but, I, but read, did it hit you different because, uh, and this is for a lot of people, right? It hit yeah. different for a lot of people because of the shock factor that someone famous died. Yeah. Right? Like it was, it was so un- unbelievable to see Kobe, like my brother texted me when I was at the mall. Yeah. And the bizarre thing was, was I was at the mall to buy basketball shoes. Wow. And I haven't bought basketball shoes in like, Forever. years and years and years i bought them because i've got an, an actual basketball event coming up mm-hmm. and so i needed shoes and it's just odd that i'm at the mall my brother says kobe bryant died i'm like no way and then every i'm telling you i i've never seen a celebrity death unfold in the way that it did every single person who walked by at the mall i saw them slowly getting the texts from people reading the news kobe bryant died and it was like oh helicopter crash he uh, lebron james just passed him it was like it was just a very bizarre yeah. feeling. It was like everybody was talking about the same thing at that time. Yeah, no. For me, it wasn't because he's a celebrity. I think it's like it's the same thing of like if you ask me who's the greatest basketball player of all time, to me, it's not a it's not really a debate. I know Michael Jordan and LeBron are up there, obviously, but to me, who really had an impact in my life, like from coming to this country to all the way now. It's always been like, if not Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, you know, like Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant for me has always been the greatest, not because he's just the greatest because the numbers don't say it. And so it's the same thing. It's not like because he's a celebrity. It's literally because it's Kobe Bryant. And this guy has shaped my life and many people's lives, whether we know it or not. The fact that every time you take a shot in a garbage can and you yell Kobe, the fact that like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll get to other things later on, but you know. Friends of mine, like, that were saying, like, to those feeling the loss deeply, I'm with you, and I pray for our healing. Like, this doesn't, things like that are not said about any celebrity. Because like, this is, there's, a, there's a saying that, like, if ever you're hosting, right, you should never talk about politics, religion. Um, yeah, politics, religion, religion and, like, science, sexuality? sexuality. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. You shouldn't talk about those because everybody has a different platform, what they believe and stuff like that. So to have people, and I've seen that type of message on my Instagram from multiple people, to have one person unite us all shows us that religion can't do it. Politics can't do it. And neither of those will ever be able to Mm -hmm. because those are core beliefs. You have someone like Kobe Bryant who, no matter what, this guy, he came, he conquered... And unfortunately, he's gone now. But we all saw what he's done. We saw the impact. And he's he's impacted us all, man. Like, yeah. when I got the news, why the hell was I so damn shocked? I'm not the biggest basketball fan. I, I love basketball. But when I saw it, I'm like, yo, why do I feel like I'm getting emotional yeah. about a basketball athlete? Well, it's because, it's it, to me, he wasn't an athlete. I think that's the connection. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, it wasn't that. I saw Kobe Bryant as somebody that was... Uh, a very rare idol. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is like idols as well. But he was rare because he went into this to be the best basketball player ever. Yeah. And through that and achieving that came other responsibilities, which is people look up to him. And he didn't, he didn't get like tainted. Like, it's not like he was a horrible human being. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's, 
controversy out there where if you're a legend and you do too much negative mistakes and bad things, you you fall out of this category of legendary and you just become extraordinary, right? Yeah. Like, um, and legends never die, but but they can sort of fade out. Yeah. Um, if we were here and talking about Kobe and he was 81 years old, it's there's a big disconnect not only be, between us but also the people listening because well there's been like 40 years from his last basketball game. Yeah. What's so sad and tragic is that he was fresh off of like fresh into retirement. Mm -hmm. He he was like put on this earth, he played basketball and unfortunately like the second he was done, like he was just about to start life after basketball. Yeah, which is like which is the best part, man. Like, like he got to enjoy his family. He just had a kid. Yeah. This is when he could enjoy his family and enjoy any other aspirations he had outside of basketball. You know, like anything. I think it's so true what you said of like the unity that this guy brought. Mm -hmm. Like it's true. Athlete, non-athlete, this guy weirdly united us. Like, uh, I don't know. Even his biggest like, look, he scored 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. Right. I was watching that game. Yeah, and, like even when you watch this guy completely demolish your team, you have nothing but love and respect for this guy because he's doing it out of this like super genuine competitiveness that he's always had. The biggest, the people who cried probably the most are his biggest rivals. You know, like head of LA Clippers, uh, people from Boston, Doc Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. Like, man, I saw that just, video. It, this is his rival. You know what I mean? Like, this is like... Even... This I is heard stuff from cartoons. This is like some Goku type... You know, this is like... Yeah. I don't know. This is... Well, Ma Madison Square Gardens, apparently, like, that was... They hated Kobe. Yeah. New York. And Madison Square Gardens was chanting Kobe, Kobe, like, when, when they found out. And even the actual arena last night was illuminated with gold and purple in honor of him. It goes beyond that. Lo like, love or hate the guy... There's no denying what he did was great. Yeah. And when you lose greatness in any form, it's sad because greatness is so hard to find. Yeah. It really is. And so you look at someone like Kobe, this guy was an idol, and under every context of what that word means, he fulfilled it. Yeah. Right? Like, if you look at why people need idols, okay? Mm -hmm. and, and this could go for anybody in your life that you feel you idolize. Because for me, I wouldn't classify Kobe as an idol of mine. Yeah. I respected him greatly, but I wouldn't say he was an idol. For me, idols were like Jimmy Fallon, Jay Leno, Tom DeLonge. These are mm. people that had long, healthy careers that were clean. Yeah, They didn't have like these crazy negative downspurts because they avoided bad decisions. Yeah, um, Idols are, are interesting because uh, they, they validate what you want to dream about. Yeah. You see somebody doing what you want to do and it makes it that much more possible because you can see a clear vision of what you need to do or be like. Yeah, um, They're doing something that you can't, right? Mm. So that already puts them in a place of respect. You're like, whoa, I can't imagine scoring 81 points in, in freaking four basketball games, man. That's crazy. This guy did it in one. Um, They also... They teach you lessons, okay? So let's say your idol does have a failure. Yeah. They teach you a lesson to see what they were. They went through failure, and they had a, a downspout of something, and they were able to come back out of it, Yeah, just like Kobe did, okay? Like, the Lakers weren't a dynasty team the mm -hmm. entire time he was on it. Yeah. There were 
there were seasons where they were just a bad team and Kobe was still on the team. But then you see him come back and they're they're amazing. It's just idols play more of a role than just being someone you want their autograph for. Yeah, and those like downfalls is a lot of times what defined Kobe because a lot of times when he just kept winning, people would just kind of dismiss it. Oh, it's just because, you know, Shaq is on the team, things like that. But it's like the downfalls that really like define this guy. I don't know. He tore his ligament, which is probably like the most Achilles ligament is like the worst injury you can get mm-hmm. in a basketball career, right? And I think there are like 116, 116, and this guy stayed in the game, shot his two free uh, his two free throws, won the game by two points, um, and they won. Like, uh, to me, I know there's idols, and I don't want to put idols versus idols, but this guy transcended like idol level because I think idols, yeah, are the best at their craft, but this guy is not just the best at his craft, but he also like empowered others to be to be the best in their craft. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like one, one of his quotes is, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Right. That's Kobe saying what is the most important thing to him is to try to inspire people so they can be great in whatever they do. And I think that really resonated with people because people have that Mamba mentality that we all got from Kobe of like, like no excuses, no BS, put in the work, you could do it, whatever it is. Art, uh, math, whatever it is, you can kill it if you just put your mind to it. And he never like talk about, he never talked about his circumstance because he never wanted it to look like excuses. He never put excuses out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't talk much about his like early life because he doesn't want people to kind of grab onto something and say like, oh, it's because he's the son of an NBA player. It's like, no, it's because I put thousands and thousands of hours into doing this. No excuses, no BS. We Well, we, we, tr- we put a lot of trust in these people. Yeah. Right? Like, um, if somebody, if you are inspired by Kobe mm-hmm. or let's say The Rock, okay, because these are your idols, you're most likely going to start working out because of The Rock or yeah. you're going to most likely be playing basketball more on weekends because of Kobe. Like, idols play such an important role in society and for youth because it allows them to start to strive towards something. Yeah. When you're a kid, your imagination can take you anywhere. And then when you start to go to school, you're like, where should I go? What should I do? Idols play such an important role because they kind of help you decide, well, look, this person's done this. I could do that. I could do this. They help formulate what you're going to do with your life. Yeah, they give you a roadmap. They give you a, uh, yeah, a loose roadmap. Yeah. I know for me, I really looked up to, and I did so many projects on Jimmy Fallon growing up. Yeah. Before he was like, he was on Saturday Night Live, and then he was in like the movie Taxi. This was before any of his late night stuff, yeah. before he started hosting. He had like an, an average career of what a Saturday Night Live person would. And I idolize this guy because I'm like, he's funny, he's clean, uh, he's got charm. Yeah. Uh, he's not like risque or a bad boy. And I never wanted to be a bad boy. Mm. And I, I knew I didn't have it in me to be a bad boy because I'm, I'm not that type to want to be like, hey, like, F this, F this let's, let's consume this, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's consume. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's never been my style. No, no, I, I see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I look at someone like Jimmy Fallon who has respect and he's got talent and he's still able to make it as the good guy. 
Yeah. And so I was like, right from the get-go, this is what I want to do. So my YouTube videos, right from the get-go, I bleeped my swearing, mm. which was the smartest thing because years ago, the algorithm changed and anyone that had swearing Apocalypse. made like no money. Yeah. It didn't really affect me that much because I was already playing, not playing, but like portraying a cleaner image. Yeah. And it's because of my idol that I looked up to. And then the potty humor would have came from Tom DeLonge. Like, I thought this guy was so funny growing up. I thought he was so cool and he was in a band. And he wasn't like, again, like a super toxic person. Yeah. But he was able to tell fart jokes and make a living doing it. Well, so do I. So I basically took Jimmy Fallon, Jay Leno, and Tom DeLonge and threw them together. And I tried to become the best version of myself with me in there as well. Yeah. And that was a direct result of having idols. Which brings us to the point that you don't have to be like Kobe to yeah. be an inspiration or to be an idol. Oftentimes, parents like are our first idols. Mm. And that alone is an important role that I think a lot of people take for granted. Yeah, I think what you're saying about like this, you know, idols shaping you, you know, it, it's not like it's not like you're trying to copy them, but it's just it's it's like a push that the idols have on you. It's not like you pulling, oh, I want to be like Tom Dong, I'm going to get you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's they kind of push those values onto others, right? It's like they shape you, they mold you for better or for worse if your idols are good or not. But parents and friends and loved ones and people that you really respect and you really care about, brothers, sisters, those people will shape you so much more, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. I, I once did this thing about talking about um, uh, relative importance, right? Is that a lot of people kind of get down on themselves because they're like, I want my life to be remarkable. I want to be the best in life. I want to be the best singer. And right. when that doesn't happen, right, they kind of get down on themselves because they say, oh, you know, I had a dream and it didn't work out and I didn't become a remarkable person that people look up to. I think people get maybe almost like jealous of like Kobe. You know, why does he, why does he get so much attention and importance, uh, you know, I had hundreds of people on my Instagram yesterday post about Kobe. Let's mm -hmm. give this guy an importance level of a thousand, mm -hmm. right? If you take, you know, the hundred friends of mine and times it by the thousand points that we're giving it to Kobe of how important he is, it still doesn't compare to people that you truly, truly love and care about and people that truly love and care uh, about you, right? Because like right. my parents, though Kobe has now 100,000 points of importance, air quotes. My parents have like an infinite amount, right? right. My, friend, my, my friends have millions of points of importance to me that I really care about. So uh, relative importance. Don't think that, you know, no one cares about you or you're not remarkable. You have to be a Kobe to, for people to really care about you in the world because sometimes... Though you might have millions of people exactly. caring about you, yeah, 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 it's it doesn't mean much if one person loves you infinitely. Exactly. Oh my gosh, man, that's a hundred percent it. Yeah. I've I've learned this uh, through doing YouTube. Was that I always had? To, you know what movies I couldn't watch was was these propaganda movies of Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, or Katy Perry had one too, mm. where you look at these people. And the whole movie is propaganda, by the way. I don't think people understand that. These movies are created so you look at these people now as larger than life. Yeah. Even the camera angles oftentimes are, 
or I studied this in school. The camera angles will be down, looking up at, at the, the hero shot. They call it. Yeah, and then looking down at the crowd. So it's almost like they're better than them, right? Yeah. There's so many subliminal things in these movies, and I remember I was watching Never Say Never when it came out. And I just had a hard time with it because I'm like, I want to have that impact. Yeah. But I know that the odds are going to be against me because yeah. not everyone's a Justin Bieber. They're far and few between. Not everyone's a Kobe. And I was just, I remember feeling instead of inspired, down. Mm. And I'm like, why? And I was like, it's because I want to have some sort of impact. And I totally just disregarded anything that I've created with YouTube. Yeah. People that have sent me letters, people that have sent me emails, videos like anything i've inspired in them it, it, at that time i just lost lost it i just didn't think about it yeah and now it's exactly that like i look at these people and i'm like wow you appreciate me I, like i'm not kobe bryant my career my what i've accomplished isn't kobe bryant but yeah. in your world it may not matter for some people right you look at your parents growing up these people were they were an extension of you because yeah. they did everything for you but they were perfect they did no wrong. Their opinion of the weird neighbor, you you all of a sudden consume the same opinion. Yeah. Um, they they fed you. They told you where your lost items were. They took you to places. They signed you up for sports and events. They made so many decisions for you that they became untouchable and they're perfect. They made they do no wrong. That's it. Only until my twenties did I slowly start to realize that your parents are human too. Yeah. They can make mistakes and the way they deal with things. Like my parents are are really against tattoos. And as I get older, and, and I was like, no, I think tattoos are awesome. I think they're so cool. But my mom, totally against them. Mm. And it's like, I, I always viewed her word as gospel. My dad's word as gospel. And as you grow older, you go through your own experiences, and you're like, wow, okay, I now stand for something a little different, and I'm going to create my own path now. And yeah. even your parents will, won't be untouchable forever. I'm not sure where, how that ended so negatively. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it sucks, but like it's like it's one of those thoughts that you, not you have to. Uh, I'm sure you have to think about, and weirdly, we all kind of think about it. We all kind of think about when we go, what's going to happen to us? What legacy are we going to leave when we go? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, and, and I think it's important. I don't know. I was, I was at my cousin's funeral one time, uh, and the like I guess the priest you can call him was saying like look look around you and look how many people showed up for this one person right look how many lives have been touched by this one person look how many you know look at the impact and don't just look at the number of people but look how close these people are there are parents here there are sisters brothers whatever look around and look at the legacy they're leaving and then internalize it and look at yourself, look at your life, and what legacy are you going to leave people, right? And honestly, that was one of, like, a small thing that was just said at our funeral that I, like, have taken to heart of, I want to be re remarkable. Like, I want to leave a legacy. Wh whether that's a thousand people times a hundred points or, you know, I, I think that's why people care so much when they become parents. Like, you always ask parents, like, you know, how's life after having a kid? They're like, it's so different from anything that I've ever thought, right? Well, because cause now you're living for someone else. You're living for someone else, yeah. right? So it's like, it, it really changes. And so whether you think you're remarkable now or later, it's like anything can happen, anything anything can change. And yeah, life is short and it, you can go tomorrow mm -hmm. or you have 50 years or 100 years to go. But it's like, 
you got to make an impact in that life. And I think that's what, I don't know, the happy part about all of this is you kind of like maybe internalizing it and saying, how can I make an impact that big? I wouldn't put pressure on like sizing it, you know, like, like adding a scale to it because the second you do that, like I want to do what Kobe did. I want to do what Justin Bieber did. I think you're going to fail. Yeah. You, sure. you, well, you've set this unbelievable expectation that is 100%. like only going to hurt when you haven't even reached the first goal. Yeah. Right. So it comes down to looking at your surroundings and just say, you know what? It was so nice to get a phone call from my friend without me initiating anything. It was so nice to get a text from my friend. It shows that I matter in the world. Yeah. And the truth is, and this is where like mental health comes into play. We sometimes get into this, this state of mind that we don't matter or like it wouldn't matter if we were gone or something, mm. you know? But the truth is every single person has an impact with people you may not even think about. Yeah. The amount of times I've got a call from my mom and not that it was a lot, but I've gotten calls in the past from people that were just like, Oh, did you hear this person passed away? And it's like the neighbor of my grandfather's cousin or something, you know, yeah. like so far, but I'm like, Oh, I remember that guy. He let me borrow his bike to go to the store. And you still feel that loss and you still feel that loss. You're like, damn. So you may have done something for somebody so small and it won't be forgotten. It's crazy. Like the amount of people, we had Kayla on our podcast yeah. and I told her there, I'm like, you know, two years ago, we were all at a birthday party. Her and I didn't really even know each other. And she had said something about anxiety. And I'm like, you don't realize, but you've now become a part of my life for probably ever just because you were the first of, wow. of someone to say and out themselves for having anxiety. And that's the thing. It's like even the smallest things. And yeah, exactly. I definitely, I'm not trying to say like make the pressure high on yourself to be remarkable, but even little things can be remarkable. Even something said at a dinner table is remarkable to someone. Right. Yeah. And, and, and increasing that and touching people's lives, I think just maximizes your happiness, but also maximizes theirs too. Like, even if you, you know, I, I saw so many posts after this whole Kobe thing happened is like, no matter who you are, life is so short, call someone, send that message. Don't leave someone on red. It just like, it just all these like little BS little things that we do because we might air quotes want to get the upper hand of looking cool, stuff like yeah. that. Just like send the message, tell the girl you like her type shit. So it's all, well, do it, do it in a right way. Cause I, you know, what's funny is it's I, true. I, I was getting these, it's cause these, Kobe died. No, I was getting these impressions yeah. of like, like, yeah, people were saying, make sure you do it, yeah. do it now. Or like, like you never know. And I was sitting on the couch thinking, okay, I should reach out. I'm like, no, what are you doing? No, you shouldn't, man. Like this doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm so, expecting a lot of messages to come to me right now. <laughs> yeah. I got none. <laughs> Honestly, I think, um, to wrap this up, we're going to play a speech of Kobe Bryant's last uh, NBA game. This is what he said at the end. It's pretty iconic. Um, personally, if I could leave you guys with something, it's that you have one life and don't throw it away to be cool and don't throw it away for the moment. You have longevity you got to think about. So be smart with it and you can accomplish more than what you think you can. Don't set expectations to do, mimic what Kobe Bryant did or Justin Bieber. Yeah. Because... You could be greater in a different field. You know, there's so much potential out there that we can't see that if you don't believe in yourself, you're not really going to have anyone else to believe in you to that caliber. Yeah. I hope that's not negative. 
No, not at all. Because it's all in you. You have one life. Live it properly and live it honestly. Yeah. So before we go, let's uh, let's play the speech. It's been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training, and Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have, I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. <laughs> <laughs>